Yes, indeed. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. What's going on? It's your main man, Big Wayne, for an episode of Call the High Seat. Now, get on in here. The water's just fine. Now, look, I know I, I know, it's been a crazy week. I missed Monday. I had one for y'all yesterday, but, you know, technical difficulties didn't let it happen. But it's all good because your boy here, and it's Thanksgiving, so a special Thursday edition episode. I do apologize, but we here now. So I ain't going to get off into it. I ain't going to take too much of your time, but we do got some things to discuss, don't we? Because I missed y'all, and I hope y'all miss me too. Now. Let's start the show. <laughs> okay, so I'm sure people didn't got around to it. I hadn't got around to it. I don't know what people saying, but you know, I, don't, I know y'all saw the you know the Tom Brady them losing to the Rams, but and people are thinking they well, he washed up or played bad, this, that, and the third. Well, look, my thing is, and I've said this the whole time. Well, number one, I don't think Tom Brady's the best of all time. I never thought that. I just I'm a Joe Montana guy for those that know. I'm not hating on Tom. Top three. Top two, okay, fine. But the head of the table is reserved for Joe Montana. That's just me. But having said all that, Tom, I mean, it's fine. He just, he playing. And look, a lot of the things, the breaks he was getting over these past decades, he don't get no more. Because, number one, he's not in that sorry AFC East. He is in the NFC and the NFC South at that. Probably the second best division of football, if you're going to ask me. Now, look. Things going to be different when you ain't playing the pathetic Dolphins, the sorry Bills, the anemic Jets. That thing's going to be a little different when you ain't, you know, playing them scrub teams, you know, every week. You know what I mean? It's going to be a little different when you in the A. And let's be honest, the AFC is not the NFC, okay? It's going to be a little different when you don't got one of the best coaches of all time in Bill Belichick. Going to be a little different. When you don't got a defense that can take away the opposition's best thing every day. Going to be a little different when you got that. Not saying Bruce Arians is, you know, bad, but he ain't no Bill Belichick. So when you take away those great defenses he's had, when you take away the sorry, uh, well, the lesser conference in AFC, when you take away that sorry AFC East division and you put them in there when he got to play teams like the Rams, the Saints twice, the Falcons do a little something-something. And then you go to Tampa Bay. Let's be honest, Tampa Bay been kind of scraping the bottom there. I mean, yeah, they better now. They got some weapons. But they still had weapons last year. They're still Tampa Bay. Tom Brady's great, but he can't turn water into wine. You know what I'm talking about? He ain't. He ain't just change. Well, he did, he changing life, but he not changing life like that. It's still Tampa Bay. So when you have all that to consider, all that to think about, he gonna be seven and four. That's fine. The coaching matters, and let's and let's be honest. When you got when Tom when you going against a pass rush like that, when you know Tom Brady got somebody in his face, he ain't gonna be the same quarterback. He always been like that. He was like that at twenty two. He gonna be like that at thirty two and fifty two and ninety two. He gonna be like that when you got them hounds. You know what I'm saying? In his jersey, up under his arms, like some deodorant. Then yeah, he gonna have a hard time. Newsflash, y'all remember when he was in the playoffs last year in them AFC Championship games, divisional rounds? You remember how them Baltimore? Ravens would be up in him like a G-string. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember how he was getting up off the... Y'all remember how uncomfortable he was getting? Y'all remember how anemic he would look? The Baltimore Ravens was beating up the Patriots. That that was they bugaboo. Big time bugaboo. Yeah, they played the Colts a lot. And I know it was about the rivalry, you know, Peyton and Brady, that whole rivalry. Yeah, and that was the rivalry. But the Chiefs did not want... I mean, the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I apologize because they just showed up. But... 
The Patriots did not want no part of them Baltimore Ravens, especially when Ray Lewis and Ed Reed was down there. They didn't want none of that at all. And Terrell Suggs, ooh, he didn't want none of that. So, and then you saw what happened when he played uh, the Broncos that, that year. The year they won the Super Bowl. We ain't got to talk about it, but it did happen. But, yeah, he didn't want no part of them either. So, playing pass rush against, like, an Aaron Donald, something like that, when the Saints, you know, getting after him and they figured him out, he going to have a hard time. That's just what it is. He's seven and four. And let's be honest, seven and four is not bad. It ain't, I'm sure the Jets would love to be seven and four. I know the I bet the Cowboys would love to be seven and four. I bet the Eagles would love to be seven and four. I know the Panthers would love to be seven and four. Seven and four is not that bad. They still doing okay. Tom Brady, he ain't what he was. You know, <laughs> I heard an old man say, So boy, I ain't good as I used to be, but I'm as good as I ever was. And that's the same thing with Tom Brady. Look, he's still he's still straight. He's still fourth in passing yards. He fourth in touchdown touch passing touchdowns with twenty five, and he got nine picks. That's twenty eighth, and he's still throwing sixty four percent. So he's doing okay. He's doing good. He is fine. He's gonna be all right. So I think we just gotta pump the brakes on it and just dial it back down a lot. Because, see, and this is what happens when y'all overvalue the quarterback. Because everybody talking, oh, quarterback, 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 quarterback. That's all y'all talk about. See, and now y'all overvalued the quarterback. Y'all think the quarterback is just going to be just make up for a great defense, make up for bad receipt. Well, it can help a bad receiving core. It can. Y'all, but y'all think it's the end all to be all, but it's not. You need an O-line. You need a D-line. You need some receivers to help it out. Now, you, it helps if you can throw it open and know you cannot defend a perfect pass. I understand all that. But a quarterback is important, but it's, you need a lot more. You got to have more, and you got to have some defense, and you got to have some coaching. That matters. So, really, if we just talking about it so bad, it's just a victim of circumstances. Tom Brady and them is going to be fine. And guess what? I still think Tom Brady and them going to the Super Bowl. I'm still sitting here hanging on with that. I'm still with that. And playing the Chiefs uh, Sunday, I'm picking the Bucks. I am. You know, a loss does not make you a bad team. Okay. So it's going to be all right. So just relax. It's going to be fine. Tom Brady's still fine. He's not the GOAT. He is not in the AFC South, no, East no more. That's all it is. And I know the AFC's gotten better. I, I get that. But let's not act like, you know, this is the same AFC team. playing. That's not like the AFC was thumping like it has been. We ain't going to play that game. It was only about three teams doing something. That was, you know, the Patriots, the Steelers do their thing, Baltimore, and the Colts. That was it. Well, nobody else talking about nothing. Not for real. Now, move it on. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes the best move is the one you don't make. Sometimes if it's, it's better, if you don't see what you want, sometimes it's just good to sit still and just let things play out. You know, survey the field. When you go on for something in life, like if you go to the store and you getting some grapes, all right, and you ain't, they ain't got no grapes. Don't settle for the cantaloupe. Don't go out there and get no squash. Like, you go to the store, hey, baby, I'll be back. I'm going to get some grapes. And you come back, you know, with some ham. Where the grapes at? Well, they didn't have no grapes. So I just got the ham. Don't settle. Don't do that. If you want Skittles and they ain't got none, don't come back and buy the Reese's. You see what I mean? Just because they don't have something, don't settle because what you want is going to be available later. It's about patience. 
So if you want something, you got to stay there and you got to get it and you got to dig down deep and you got to go find it. You got to go get it. And if it's not there, wait for it or try to manifest it or try to create it. You know, do something like that. Don't just settle and get something. Well, that ain't there. So I guess I get this because more often than not, that's not the case. And if you settle for something, this you're not going to be as happy with what what you got it for what you really want it. And you might mess it up because it's not really what you want it. So you either try to go somewhere else and get it or just wait till it comes available. Now, I say that because I got, you know, the NBA free agency on my mind. So everybody talking about the Knicks. And for those, this is not a Knicks segment. But, you know, you know, the Knicks got this. They picked up this. Ba- and I blame the mainstream media. I blame everybody dogging the Knicks besides Stephen A. Because he don't be doing it. Not for real. He just be telling the truth. But, uh. Everybody got this, oh, they ain't getting nobody. Nobody wants New York. Nobody wants this. Oh, they got all this. They're going to overpay. So, well, number one, we didn't sign no bad deals. We didn't sign no bad deals. And you know what I mean? We just signed some short-term contract. Because, yeah, we want somebody a superstar. We want somebody that's going to take us over the top. But let's be honest, that really wasn't available. Not in this free agency. So we just stood pat and hold hold tight because we're not just going to settle. We done doing the bad contracts. We done doing all that. You know, some of these teams, it's all right. In free agency, it's really different. People are in different stages of life. Just like different stages of free agency. Where the Lakers are and where the Knicks are, two totally different things. So they need to be looking at things. You know, the Lakers, they got their superstars. They got Bron Bron, and they probably going to get AD. Let's just be honest about it. And you know what I mean? So all they need is little role players. And to be honest, them picking up, you know, the Schroeders, you know, Montrez, Harrell, Mark Gasol, I think they better this year than what they was last year. So they just needed to just kind of retool, just, you know, EQ their steps a little bit. But the Knicks, you know, we from the ground up. So we need some stars. We got the role players. But now, you know, we need some stars. We need some, some hits out there. You know, we got to get that. So we need that. And if that's not available, we're not just going to overpay for somebody what they think they can be. Like Gordon, and that's the, like Gordon Hayward. Yeah, everybody told Gordon Hayward. The Knicks missed out on Gordon Hayward. Okay, I'm sorry, but 17 points a game. You want to pay hundred? You paid a hundred and twenty million dollars for seventeen points a game. That's what Charlotte did. Now, I like Gordon. He cool, but I don't like him for four years, one hundred twenty million. I don't know if I like him for that. I don't know if I can sign up for that. Fred Van Vliet. I I like Freddie. He cool, but he wanted that near max money, and I like Fred, but I don't like him for near max money. And y'all know how I feel about you know. The best player on your team being a point guard. We ain't got to get into that on this Thanksgiving day. So I'm thankful for the Knicks for staying away from those bad deals. I'm not saying they bad deals, but to me, the the Hornets are maybe at best maybe five games better. And if I'm paying $120 million to somebody, I want somebody that's going to swing the pole a little harder than five games. I need somebody that's going to put some butts in the seats. I need somebody that's going to change life. I need somebody that's going to put us in the playoff contention immediately. And Gordon Hayward just don't do that. And he injury prone. He, 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 them injuries starting to add up now. So God bless him, and I'm happy he got his money. But, you know, ankles, legs there, hey, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can sign up $120 million for that because if he get hurt, I hope he don't. But, you know, what happens then? Then what y'all going to say? See what I'm saying? So it's sometimes it's the move that you don't make is the best move at all. And, you know, as far as the best move you don't make, you know, the Rockets ain't make no move. I mean, they everybody's talking about blow it up, I mean, blow it up and trade James Harden, James Westbrook. Look, I said from the beginning, I think they need to try to work it out and 
fix it together because I thought they was one of the top teams. I think they could use a little more size, a little. And I like how they got Boogie. So I love me some Boogie Cousins. I hope he can get back on track. You know what I mean? Because I think injuries kind of jacked him up a little bit. But if he can, you know, get back on track, get some some of that get back back, then uh, I think they'll be okay. But obviously, they're not going to get what they thought they was going to get for Westbrook. And it, I don't see Harden going anywhere either. So, like I said, you just need to go on and straighten it out. Sometimes it's just all it takes is a conversation. That's all it takes. Because it's not like they're a bad team. They still got two MVPs, and they was top flight. They had the stats and everything last year. And they got put out by the Lakers. You know, it's not like they got put out by, like, Portland or something. So, I mean, they got put out by the champs. And if you're going to get beat by somebody, at least you get beat by the best. So you can use that as a measuring stick. So I think everybody needs to sit down, have a conversation, and just talk about it on this free agency. Sometimes it's about building up. Now... <laughs> The Clippers, they hadn't. Uh, that's a lot left to be desired. If there was something to be traded, I think it's Paul George and Westbrook. I think that was the move to to make the Paul George for for Westbrook, like I talked about a couple of days ago, maybe sometime last week. I think that was the move to be made, but that's probably not going to happen. So you know, it is what it is. But it's all good. But uh, yeah, I think the Rockets just straighten it out because training camp start what next week, I believe. Yeah, next week. So you may as well just go on and. And get, just fix it. Like Al Green say, let's stay together. You know what I mean? Because you're right there. It's not championship teams. Look at all these championship teams. Take any dynasty you want, whether you're taking Golden State, you know, the Bulls, you know, the Pistons, Spurs, you know, whoever you want to take. They didn't do it from blowing it up every year. No, they would add something there, add something here. But they stayed together. Them teams were there together. Golden State, they was there together. You got to build it up. Everything don't just happen overnight. It's about patience. It's about having a plan. You see what I mean? A strategy. So you see where well, you got to take your lumps. You know, you don't have no high pain tolerance. You don't ever go through no pain. You see what I mean? You don't have no endurance if you don't ever run through nothing. Sometimes you got to run a little while to build that endurance. You see what I mean? So, yeah, they took one on the chin, and they've always taken one on the chin, but they've been right there in the playoff contention. I mean, they right there in the mix every year. James Harden, he's, he is a big deal. So just hold that together. You don't got to blow it up. I was never a blow it up fan anyway, but the way everybody was talking, it was okay, go and blow it up. So this is what you got. This is what you gambled on. So you may as well go and stick to it and do it to it because you got everybody in the contract anyway, so you may as well try to do something. Westbrook's still cold. Hard's still cold. And if you can get something from Boogie, now if you can try to find you a little piece to add or something here and there, I, I would like that. So free agency, it's, it's, it's not about getting the stars. It's it's all free agency is. It's just about being trying to get a little better than what you was the year before. That, in the, at, at a nutshell, that's basically all free agency is. Just get a little better. So you're talking about the winners and losers who won, lost, okay. It's a lot of teams that won. Lakers, they won. They got better. They feel like a better team. The Hornets, I, they, although I think they overpaid, and that, but that's them, you know, and they coming out of my pocket. So I feel like they are a little better despite the price tags. They, they're a little better. They're better. I think they. I still think they need to go get Leangelo. I think you know that 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 middle ball brother. I think that would be good because you give Lamelo, you know, so a teammate he's familiar with, and what do you got to lose? You just adding some more talent. So I, I still think that's the move to be made. But hey, we'll see what happens with that. But the Hornets feel a little better. The Rockets with Boogie, they got some size. They need a center, so perhaps they're a little better also. You know what I mean? And some and the Hawks. They look good. They're a little better. 
So I don't think they'll be in the lottery next year. You know, so some it's a, just about being a little better than what you was. Not about getting the best guy. Sure, everybody wants the best guy. Everybody would love to have an Anthony Davis. But that's not always reality. Sometimes you got to go with what you got. You got to look at where you are for real. You can't look, you know, in life, you, that, you'll mess yourself up looking at the next man with the next man guy. You got to look at what you got because you don't know what they've been through. You don't know they struggle. You don't know they walk. You don't know what they've had to transpire to get to that point where they are in their life. So it's just about getting a little better. And it's a lot of teams that's, that's gotten better. So these big teams, not all of them, some of them taking a step back. I think the Clippers may have taken a step back. I think Boston low-key took a step back because I think they are going to miss Gordon. So and it's because they lost him for nothing pretty much. So it's some teams that's going to take a step back. But that's all free agency is. Just trying to get a little better than what you was before. And the Knicks seem a little better. Than, they are a little better today than what they was last year. You know, Philly, that's another one. They're better today than what they was last year. Got a new coach, you know, upgraded some size. They've moved off that Al Horford contract. So they're a little better. So that's, that's all it is. Just a little improvement. It's the little things. You know, that's how it go. So they're a little closer to winning. They're a little closer to prosperity. Now, I tell you somebody who is no closer to prosperity than what they was, I guess at any point in the past decade. The Dallas Cowboys. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I know we gotta talk about these Dallas. Can, can we talk about can we talk about these Dallas Cowboys for a little bit? Okay, now, fine. They beat the Vikings. They look good against the Vikings. Okay, good win. Good win. Hats off to you. But just because they beat the Vikings, that does not mean that they all of a sudden they back, they loaded, they ready to take the division. No. No, 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 no. They Still got Andy Dalton, who, who helped the uh, Bengals get the number one pick last year. They still got that sorry defense, and they have yet to be consistent. They can't put two good games back to back to back to back. That's what good teams do. They are better than the Eagles, I think so. Yeah, they can beat the football team, although we ain't really sure because we've seen the football team beat the Cowboys once this year already. So on this Thanksgiving day, what's going to happen? I don't know. You tell me. I picked the Cowboys, but I wouldn't put no money on it. <laughs> but, uh, and to me, honestly, the best team out of that division, it feels like the Giants believe this or not. I didn't think I would, I didn't see that coming. I did think the Cowboys was going to win this division in the beginning, but I, I was drinking the Kool-Aid. I was high on the hog. Yes, yes, yes. But like Deacon Morris used to say, mine eyes have seen the glory. And I, I, can't, I cannot unsee the ineptitude that the Cowboys have displayed all season long and just because they beat the vikings all of a sudden i'm supposed to believe oh they back they finna turn it around no i don't give a damn about you smashing watermelons and yelling and hooping and hollering that ain't got nothing to do with you winning the division for the rest of the year so yeah they won they beat the vikings good win that was a good game that was tough but the vikings ain't doing what we thought they was going to do either. A lot of meat left on that bone when it comes to that Vikings football team. Now, they like Dalvin, and I like Dalvin. He cool, but Kirk Cousins, come on now. That defense, the purple people eaters, is not, is not the same team, okay? But it was a good quality win. I'm not trying to discredit y'all, but let's not act like the Cowboys just finna just run ruptured on the rest of their season, okay? Yeah, they yeah, schedule do get a little easier. They do get some breaks, but I got to see it. First, because we talking about the Cowboys. Because every time we think they're getting ready to do something, what happened? Guess what? Fumble here, injury there, interception there, 
turnover there, a loss here, a loss there, and they right where they always end up being. So I, 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 I don't feel no stronger about the Cowboys today than what I have in the past couple weeks because that defense is sorry. They still got Mike McCarthy, who I still think is the wrong guy. Yeah, they may be playing a little harder now. Yeah, they may have made some cuts now. Yeah, they may have done some things now. Yeah, they might be focused and like CeeDee Lamb said, so they're hungry. Yeah, 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 but I got to see it first. I got to see it because – it's going to come down to the Giants. They last game, it's going to come down to that Giants game. And the Giants, yeah, they've been losing. They've been getting hit on the head too. But at least they've shown some discipline. They ain't getting beat to sleep every game. They playing tough. You know, they got they playing, in the, they playing the right way. You know, they hanging on in there. They landing on thick. And they seem like they're getting better every week. Can we say that about the Cowboys? No. We cannot. If you and your foxhole and you need a game winning drive now, I, actually, I wouldn't take neither one. But who do you feel more comfortable with today, Daniel Jones or Andy Dalton? And I know Danny Dimes like to turn over the ball. I, I know he does, but I would take Danny Dimes over Andy Dalton. Whose defense do you feel stronger about today, the Cowboys or the, the Giants? I feel stronger about the Giants because they play tough. Who you think has shown the level of discipline stronger and consistently throughout the year? Giants or the Cowboys? Guess what? It's the Cowboys. Who we've been laughing at all season long. Guess what? You guessed it. The Cowboys. So all these things, that don't go away just because they beat the Vikings. And they might win today. But if they lose, what y'all going to say? Huh? What y'all going to say? And I do think they'll beat the football team today. But two wins. They, they, you know how long they, they went like, what, a month? They went like a month without winning a game. A month. Good football teams don't do that. And I know it's a historically weak division. But guess what? The Cowboys have contributed to that historically weak division. Okay? It's not like they playing in spite of the, the bad division. That division is bad because of teams like the Cowboys, because of teams like the Eagles, because of teams like the football team, you know, the Washington team, and even because of the Giants. But the Giants are trying. They're putting some things forward. They give you something to kind of feel good about if you're a moral victory kind of guy. If you was a moral victory, if we're talking about moral victories, the Giants are a lot closer to, you know, 12 and 4 than what they are, you know, 4 and 7. So no, I don't feel no, I don't feel no different about the Cowboys. I don't feel nothing, no kind of way about them. I done sold my Cowboys stock and I'm not buying it back. I'm not interested. I don't care about y'all having a Black Friday sale when it comes to hope with the Cowboys. Let me tell y'all something about hope. Everybody talking about hope and get it. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. Yeah, it's good to have a positive attitude. It's good to have some be hopeful about things. But just putting hope in the Cowboys, letting them, you know, do what they do is not a strategy. Because we've been hoping the Cowboys going to be do something good for a long time. How has that hope turned out for us? Well, I'm saying us, but I'm not a Cowboys fan. But, you know, there's been a lot of hope with the Cowboys put throughout the universe. 
mainstream, local, to your local barbershop, your workplace, gas stations, radio stations, your iPods, your podcasts, your neighbors. Everybody got some hope. Everybody know at least two Cowboy fans sitting here right now. And you had them, heard them be hopeful for the past decade. What has that hope got them? Absolutely nothing. It's good to be hopeful, but it's also good to be realistic. And if we being realistic, you should not feel good about the Cowboys winning that division. I hope y'all have a good Thanksgiving. I hope y'all get a good turkey, some of that dressing, some of that peach cobbler, that apple pie. Enjoy y'all's day. I will holler at y'all later. Now get on out of here. <laughs> Happy holidays, y'all.